Hey y'all, welcome to season one of the I Don't Know What To Call It podcast. That's right, we don't have a name and we don't really know what to call this thing, but we're here to have some crazy dope conversations with you as our guests. So, I'm your host, Errol. And I'm your host, Ashley B. And even though we don't have a name, we do have a common goal. And that's to help you dominate your sphere of influence, push past your fears, and live the life God designed for you. I co-sign, I co-sign. That sounds like a great plan. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. Yo, we are back, We're back with another episode. We're so excited to be here because we actually took a break mm-hmm. um, from recording a much-needed one, <laughs> a much, much-needed one. And so we're back. We're excited. Um, hopefully, we have some new topics and stuff to discuss with you all. And hopefully, you guys enjoy it. I, we've mm-hmm. had been getting so much positive feedback mm-hmm. from the podcast. And we just want to thank you guys for yeah. even taking the time to just message us, even though we did ask y'all to email us. Half <laughs> of y'all are just direct messaging us. That's okay, too. Um, but we did want to acknowledge you guys and thank you guys for sending in those positive um, letters. Is definitely affirming what it is that we we started yeah. and it's giving us the fire to keep going mm-hmm. um and to finish out this season strong so thank you thanks thank for coming yeah. back with us um and thanks for tuning in uh ashley how are you doing today i'm doing good you good i'm tired okay. but i'm good we can't be tired you episode. got me hooked to this starbucks holiday oh blend my God. somebody just so i'm a little awake now it's a moment of silence for oh all, all the other coffee flavors because oh holiday blend is where it's at it's I, really and good i'm just gonna stop promoting them because they're not paying me but oh my gosh <laughs> no for real yeah i need to get into the holiday blend because <laughs> it's it's absolutely amazing that's so good to hear yeah I'm so happy about it's that. really good but the holiday blend is has given me a jolt mm-hmm. come on to wake all the way up come on you've been awake all the way up now especially we because we we're actually in november now we're in november so that's the holiday season is here it's not it's not approaching it's here and it's so here if y'all didn't know that's my favorite season to be in <laughs> listen it's the most uh, wonderful time i'm off key i think hold on oh my gosh try again <laughs> let me go man it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> I had to go to my, my level register because I don't got no auto tune on this. So. Oh my gosh! You, can, you ain't got no editor or nothing. I don't got nothing. no editor or nothing. It would have been crazy. It would have been tragic. Oh, Christmas um, is really your favorite time? It really no. is. I'm listening Why to Michael Bublé and singing all the songs mm-hmm. and John Legend, The mm-hmm. Legendary Christmas. Why is yeah. Christmas your favorite holiday? Um, is it like the feel of it? Like, what about it, it makes you? I love I like it? the feel of it one, but also I like giving. Mm-hmm. I like, I think the scents and the fragrances are different mm-hmm. too. To be quite honest, so the way it smells, like outside, smells different for some reason. The <laughs> store smell different for some reason, and then um, even my house smells different because I guess the, the tree and it just smells like Christmas. It just smells like it just smells like life is good and I don't got no worries. I get to I get to buy all the gifts I want for all the people I love. You're a great gift giver. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I get to spend time with the family and do all the things. So we have a little time till Christmas, but it is holiday season. It's holiday season. Even though Thanksgiving's coming, we don't Thanksgiving, care uh, you know, Thanksgiving is okay. Christmas is what you we know. look forward to. Christmas is what we look forward to. Like Thanksgiving, you get all the food and the family. Uh-huh. You get, okay, so you get that stuff on Christmas too, but yeah. Christmas is different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I agree. It's just different. I don't know. It's just different. It's my favorite holiday. Mm -hmm. And so anybody who wants to, I guess, know me a little better, y'all should know that. Y'all should send me gifts. Excuse me. (laughs) Send me gifts. Um, We don't have a P.O. box, but you know what I'm saying? Like, DM me and I'm accepting We will have a P.O. box. We will. Ho! Prophesy. In Jesus' name. Y'all don't see me, but I'm like. The woman of God is trying to run around this office with her hands, so. 
We just thank you. I don't run around the office with my hand. I don't know. This is what this is what you was doing. I wish the people could see us. Y'all, y'all will see us next season. Y'all, will, we will try to make sure that we have video for you guys yes. so that you guys can see all the antics <laughs> and all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Um, oh man. Yeah. That'd be so great. how are you doing? Oh, we didn't answer that. No, you asked oh, me, dang. but we want to know how I'm you're doing. I'm doing good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Good. You act, okay. let me tell you all one thing. Anytime Errol asks people what they're doing, he actually tells them to not answer with good. Oh, wow. Yes. So, so I'm going to really flip it back this. on you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you can't answer with good. Okay. That's fine. I'm doing very well. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you think you slick? No, for real. I'm doing well. I mm-hmm. have no complaints. Mm-hmm. I am feeling joyful. Mm-hmm. I am feeling um, expectant and I'm feeling motivated to continue good. to pursue everything that God has given me and uh-huh. everything that he has for me, I mm-hmm. am not holding back and I will continue to do so mm-hmm. until he comes back. Because as long as I'm alive, huh? huh there is more. You and better so, not hold back. I'm not holding back. I you better unleash back. everything. He got songs tonight, y'all. Back. All right, um, that's it. Um, I'm, I will not you be singing. You sang two songs already. I will not be singing on this. But it's the coffee. I'm trying to tell you oh today God. what I have. You're drinking Holiday Blend, but I'm drinking... I don't know what it is. A grande shaken espresso, brown sugar. Oh my God. From Starbucks. Brown sugar. It's a brown sugar shaken espresso with Uh. oat milk. Huh? And then I also have two pumps of caramel (laughs) syrup on there. Huh? And then I got it topped off with the vanilla sweet cream cold brew. That's a lot of ingredients. You lost me at brown sugar. And it's blessing me. Okay. You lost me at brown sugar. (sighs) Y'all so good. (laughs) Anywho. Let's get into our conversation and our discussion for today. Mm-hmm. And I really want to talk about, because this is a constant thing where, actually, we're going to go back because I done missed the IDK fact. And we, we <laughs> you know you guys that. we know you guys love the IDK facts. Don't act like y'all don't. We be on here chatting mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to do next. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ashley could take over. Yeah, so our IDK fact today is actually a quote okay. by Albert Einstein. I didn't know he was doing quotes. Quotes, yes. We're introducing a quote today, and I it definitely says... definitely said quotes, but that's okay. <laughs> I can't talk English, y'all. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I told y'all. You can't speak English. Thank you. I received that. <laughs> and the quote is, logic will get you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. Hmm. Logic will take you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. Hmm. I think this is really interesting. That is very interesting. I have nothing to say about that. You have nothing to say? It just makes me... I'm still pondering. You're still pondering. It just makes me think of the fact that we can think our way into some stuff, Mm -hmm. but if we don't allow our imaginations to be opened up for us to really explore the unknown, I feel Mm -hmm. like the unknown is inside of our imagination. Mm -hmm. And if we don't explore those aspects, we're going to just sit here on logic all the time trying to do one plus one equals two, when in reality, your imagination could probably come up with something that says one plus one equals 10. Different math. (laughs) It's a different math. It's a different math. But your imagination literally exposes you to other areas that was missed probably with logic. That is true. I would would challenge you, though. Mm -hmm. Well, not you, because you didn't write this, but you believe it. (laughs) But I would challenge... (laughs) I would challenge the person that wrote this quote... Albert um, Einstein? To say... I would challenge Albert Einstein. That's nice. If I I had the opportunity to... Mm -hmm. um, to say that logic and imagination can Go work hand, hand in hand. hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. can work together. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you can have the imagination 
but you at the end of that at the end of your imagination at the end of you dreaming or brainstorming you still mm-hmm. need the logic on how to i guess carry that through mm-hmm. you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um i think that we can dream big mm-hmm. and imagine big but we still need to know the how to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i actually think that that's what he's saying here mm-hmm. like logic will get you from a to b but imagination takes you further so, you know how people say, don't use the word but, because it negates everything it said before. But he didn't say that. I said that. Oh, so what the quote say? The what quote, quote says, say? logic will get you from A to B, imagine period. Oh, it don't have a but. It doesn't have okay, a but. Okay, I was going I with the but. I inserted the but. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, I think you need both. Yeah. I think you need both. I think, I think that's think, what you're yeah, saying. I think that's pretty dope. I think I want to challenge people, because I always, I think anything is possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a faith-based person. I mm-hmm. believe in Jesus. I think anything is possible because he literally says he can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, there's somewhat of a cap of our capacity and how we can imagine. Mm-hmm. But I think that we as human beings, um, we have we have lowered that cap a little bit further than he intended it for it to be. And so we dream based off of what we see or we dream based off of what we encountered, basically our experiences Mm -hmm. instead of sitting down and kind of like going beyond that, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. think outside of the box Mm -hmm. a little bit. So yeah, that was good. Albert. Mm -hmm. That was good. Albie. <laughs> Albie. Not Albie. <laughs> <laughs> Albie, you did a good job. That was so uh, let's great. give a round of applause. If we had a Everybody, round of applause, put in. Let's give a round of applause for Albie. Yo. <laughs> let's get into the actual episode of what we actually <laughs> talking about. Um, anyway, uh, so our topic today is yesterday's price is not today's price. Yesterday's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Is not today's price. Shout out to Profit Fat Joe. Joe. Profit Fat Joe. (laughs) That said that because a lot of entrepreneurs are out here raising prices Mm -hmm. and half of us are getting mad, but Mm -hmm. the other half of us understand why. Mm -hmm. And so we want to talk about uh, what that looks like today, what it looks like for us, and why you're being impacted by it. Because Mm -hmm. evidently, if you're using um, their services or you're buying their product, this affects you too. But I need you to understand why they're actually doing it. Mm -hmm. And Ashley has actually... Raised her prices multiple times throughout this pandemic, but she has valid reason. And so what was that process like for you and why did you do it? And why do you think it's like taking over the entrepreneurial like realm? I believe that people are starting to catch on to this understanding their worth. I, there's one mm. group of people that I believe who are raising their prices for absolutely no reason. <laughs> um, and it's not absolutely no reason. Expose them. No, it's not like absolutely no reason. Like you just doing this, but like, you know, people are trying to raise their profits up Mm -hmm. in their business. Mm -hmm. But there's another group of people who are raising their prices because they understand the value in which they have to offer. And it wasn't easy. Okay. It was not easy for me to do it whatsoever, but I literally took a step back and started to really track the value in which I was offering. Like, what am I actually giving? Mm -hmm. What comes with it? How much access do they have to me? When do they, um, when are they able to speak to me? Mm -hmm. What are they actually getting within the program that I actually created for them? Mm -hmm. Um, and when I actually took a step back, and looked at that offer and looked at what was actually coming with it, I began to really ask myself, okay, there's a way where you can raise your prices, but also do it in a way where it doesn't turn people off. Mm -hmm. 
but also recognize that there's a group of people who understand the value in what you're offering and are willing to actually pay that pay that mm-hmm. price. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really coming into coming to grips with the fact that if I'm spending okay a whole day two days, three days, four days, five days, like there's 24 hours in a day. If I'm spending eight hours on a specific thing, you have to literally begin to add that price into which you're giving people Mm -hmm. and really recognize that yesterday's price is not today's price because of the time that I'm putting into this, the research that I'm putting into this, the editing that I'm putting into this, the creativity and racking my brain all Mm -hmm. day to figure out what works for your business. It, all of that comes into play when you're actually beginning to tailor your prices to what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. Um, and I came to the, um, understanding that, I really had to understand my worth because people will understand based off of what you understand and what you put off as well. Mm-hmm. If you come off as that person who like is afraid of hiking the price simply because of people, then you're going to continue to be begin to hit this roadblock every time you are looking at your business. Mm -hmm. But it's like you understanding your value. Like when you're getting into a relationship, you know what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. You know the standard in which you um, hold in your relationship with that person. You know how much time and effort you put into it. Mm -hmm. And you don't want anything to go against what you actually invested. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to have that same exact mentality when we are beginning to raise our prices and understanding the standard, understanding what we have to offer and understand what it actually brings into the life of someone else. I think it sucks sometimes when the prices are hiked and you begin to invest into something and recognize, man, I could have Googled this. I could have Googled. I could have Googled all day. Your best day. friend is Google. Your best friend is Google. You still need to come to me, but yes, also so go to Google. Even to that, <laughs> like you can Google information, mm-hmm. but then not have someone to take you through the step-by-step process in regards to how to make it applicable to you and how to actually tailor it in a way where you actually have them systems and strategies in place and how to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, not offering something that is just pulled off of Google, but mm-hmm. something that you worked and something that has proven to actually add value to someone else. I know we joked before this episode and you said, what's the ROI? If I invest $200, my expectation is to actually make that doubled and begin to see it triple in my life as well. Mm-hmm. So I really um, believe that that was on my journey because even during the pandemic, I had a hard time even charging people. Like for a lot of the beginning of my business, I didn't charge. Mm. I put forth, this is the price, but I didn't make it a hard stance because right. I was afraid of asking or telling them that this is what it is mm-hmm. and stick and sticking to it. So I think it was a huge journey for me. Yeah. I think one of the things that you mentioned um, within your soliloquy. Um... Oh, wow. So I talked for a long time. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. I won't talk no more this episode. <laughs> no, just joking. Um, is that you understood your worth and you understood your value. Mm-hmm. I think that it has been psychologically proven that people also understand your worth and your value mm-hmm. because of what your price your price bracket or your price uh, structure looks mm-hmm. like. And so I think also, also articulating that to your clients mm-hmm. is something that they recognize. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
they're raising their prices or their price looks different than it used to before because they're probably I'm probably gonna get more for my money. I'm mm-hmm. probably gonna get a bigger bang for my buck. And I think that um we really have to do a better job mm-hmm. at uh believing in who we are and believing mm-hmm. in what we have to offer mm-hmm. and then articulating that to who we're serving. Mm-hmm. Um I think that we can, it's easy for someone that gives a lot of value to be taken advantage of mm-hmm. because they didn't price their product properly or mm-hmm. they just didn't, you know, didn't know how to, you mm-hmm. know, and that's part of, of how we connected is because you were good at pricing, you were good mm-hmm. at price structures and you were good at selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that a lot of people connect the person's value or connect mm-hmm. the product or service value to the price that they have, um, mm-hmm. they stated. I mm-hmm. mean, of course, people have the opportunity to go to someone else if they want to, mm-hmm. um, but they often realize that, hey, mm-hmm. I went to someone else and I got what I paid for, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. And so I think that that's really interesting um, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, solidifying what your price is within yourself and mm-hmm. also articulating that to your audience. Mm-hmm. I also want to step into when you talked about being afraid of charging mm-hmm. prices. Mm-hmm. How did you come out of fear when it came mm-hmm. to raising those prices mm-hmm. and, and, and telling everyone like what that price structure mm-hmm. was? Like, How did you break out of fear of doing that? Um, honestly, and this is probably going to take our episode into a different way. I'm going to bring it a back. A different direction. <laughs> um, but the poverty mentality was literally broken off of me. Mm-hmm. And it, the fear of money and having that money and sustaining that money um, was literally broken off of my mind mm-hmm. in the way that I was living mm-hmm. and recognizing that I can't have the poverty mindset or be afraid of money and also expect my business to succeed and bring in a certain number um, in revenue. Like they just don't work together. Yeah. One is going to win. Mm-hmm. And the poverty mentality and the fear of money was definitely winning for a long time and being afraid of stepping out because one, I was also afraid of the opinions of people mm-hmm. what would they think of me if they seen me go xyz but also i had to recognize that okay if these people are looking at it a little funny okay but who are my who is the demographic of people that i'm even creating for maybe it's not for the people who are looking at it funny um so i definitely want to say that um, the poverty mentality breaking off of me and the fear of money and the fear of losing money and the fear of messing up the money that I'm actually getting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely say that that broke off of me. I would definitely say during the um, during the pandemic, after I started getting exposed to different voices, after I started being exposed to different rooms mm-hmm. and really recognizing what I had to bring to the table and also recognizing that I could have different product lines. My price yeah. doesn't have to be $1,000 all the time, but have different offers for people mm-hmm. to set it up to where I have something different for everyone. And right. where so Depending on what you can afford. Depending on what you can afford. Mm-hmm. Like, you, everybody can't afford that $1,000 investment. Right. But they're going to get what they need in the in the $200 investment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's recognizing that I don't always have to be like, it's $900, it's $1,000, and that's yeah. it. But creating a product line, line in a system where I have different prices and different offers for people to begin to get from and recognizing Mm -hmm. that it's okay to have multiple product lines for the same type of service, but having different sections for those people Mm -hmm. to be able to afford. That's definitely a system somebody would pay for. (laughs) 
like if they had a session with you, that's like mm-hmm. you teach them how to break those things down mm-hmm. and to create different product lines for what they're offering so that they could get the best bang for their buck and expand their audience. Your audience is not <laughs> always going to be full with millionaires. Like mm-hmm. that's the truth of it. But if you, for example, if you have, if you have a heart for the people that mm-hmm. aren't millionaires, if you're in the business of mm-hmm. building people and mm-hmm. not in the build the yes. business of building yourself, yes. you're going to have different price structures that, mm-hmm. that can cater to multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do understand that also time is, time is the thing you're mm-hmm. some some of us we got 5,000 jobs not like 5,000 jobs in a bad mm-hmm. way but we have multiple um I guess streams of income mm-hmm. and so we have to divvy up our time mm-hmm. and so that's why sometimes our prices are different mm-hmm. in certain arenas because we know we can't spend 15 hours creating content for a client or consulting a client and walking them through an event planning process mm-hmm. because we now have to go and you know work on for example the podcast like mm-hmm. we have to divvy up like what that looks like mm-hmm. and what is going to be worth our time mm-hmm. um i think for me one of the things that i was afraid of um when i began to raise my prices a little bit um and i think i still a little like you know i'm a little nervous about it um if i'm quite honest but i was afraid of not having clients mm-hmm. and i was afraid of not providing value mm-hmm. um and i think value has always been a thing for me where i wasn't sure of like hey am i is what i'm providing actually um impacting this person are they actually applying it or are they actually using it and are they rece- are they seeing results i think that i've worked with a lot of, a lot of clients like even before my official launch in 2020 mm-hmm. i've actually checked my emails i've been doing this since 2018 mm-hmm. so i I didn't even know that I was, it just, you know, it didn't hit my mind, guys. But I've been in this since 2018, and I realized that I've been helping clients since then that weren't doing nothing with what I've given them. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I was wasting my time. I thought that what I was, what I was giving them either lacked value or they weren't um, applying what, what, it, what it was that they received in my consultations. And so I wanted to quit. I wanted to stop. I wanted to mm-hmm. not do it. Um, that caused me to like lose out of money, right? Uh, because of like what I felt and because of what I perceived. And so I think that I was afraid to raise my prices because I was like, hey, if I do this, the people that I'm already catering to won't come back. Or I won't have any clients at all. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's a whole new realm of people that would basically not only receive what I'm giving them, but understand that they paid for what they're receiving. Mm-hmm. And then because they made such an investment um, that they're willing to apply everything they needed in order to get the results that they want. And so I think that that's very important, like breaking out of the fear of not having enough clients and breaking out of the fear of not having value. If God gave it to you, he'll provide everything else that you need. He'll provide the clientele, he'll provide the resources. And that's what I fully believe. The last thing that I do want to point out um, is that you mentioned, you were speaking about the poverty mentality mentality Mm -hmm. and how you had to break out of that one thing for me that i had to break out of was that people don't have it Mm -hmm. people don't have money people don't have it to give me why is that Mm -hmm. that's a lie people Mm -hmm. have money to invest in what they believe they should Mm -hmm. be investing in Mm -hmm. people invest in in clothing brands every Mm -hmm. single day people invest in movies every single week people invest in restaurants every time it's somebody's birthday people have money but they need to they are not putting the money in towards the the area that they believe they should invest in Mm -hmm. and so I think that if you're not believing in yourself, one, and allowing them to then believe in you because of how you set your prices, they're always going to invest in the next best thing. Mm-hmm. You have to prove that you're worth the investment and that you're worth um, that you're worth what they're giving you. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, sometimes showing results actually matter. Mm-hmm. We always want to say like, hey, don't worry about the results. Y'all just know what I do, what I do. Mm-hmm. Showing people like, hey, 
I help so-and-so and they're scaling in their business or their business, their business is flourishing also encourages them mm-hmm. to, to latch onto what your product or service is. Mm-hmm. And so those are some things that I learned mm-hmm. like in this whole raising the price mm-hmm. um, aspect of things. And so the truth of me is that yesterday's price just is not today's price. Yeah. I want to double back on something that you said in regards to building people and not yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's super key. And I believe that's actually what I was touching on in the beginning when I was, I forgot what I, what I said. It kind of sounded a little crazy, but you said it more nicer. <laughs> um, and, but really recognizing that in the, this whole world of entrepreneurship, Like we have the responsibility to assist, to cater, to help, and to be able to offer something that literally betters someone else's life, betters their, um, betters their business so that they can evolve as well. I think that we do people a disservice sometime when we're looking to evolve Mm ourselves, ourselves and our mindset is not to evolve someone else. What is it to literally level up in life by myself and not have the ability to impart that into someone else so that they can then move up and then give it to someone else and then pass it on. It's this Mm -hmm. entire cycle Mm -hmm. um, of evolution and entrepreneurship when you're able to impart, give, and then move on to the next one and then impart, impart. And I think that, like I said before, I think we do people a disservice when we come from the standpoint of building ourselves, building our brands, building our businesses so that we reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. But the people who are investing in us are really not reaping the benefits Mm -hmm. in the way that they should. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I was going to say that that's really a result of like, not a result, but that's really you being selfish Mm -hmm. and the bible talks about a principle the world of the generous gets larger and larger and the Mm -hmm. world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller if you want your your world to expand you better give something that you you better give until you don't have no more to give like (laughs) there's expansion can be yours Mm -hmm. promotion and prosperity can be yours but Mm -hmm. you're not giving Mm -hmm. out what you actually have Mm -hmm. like before i even started like the actual business i Mm -hmm. was giving out information i was coaching people Mm -hmm. on how to get started I was giving people ideas. I was giving people strategy. I was giving until I didn't have any more to give. And by me giving, I actually received more from other people. I received mm-hmm. more from my mentors, from my personal coaches. Mm-hmm. And then with that knowledge that I have attained, I was able to give out and pour out more because I've done leveled up. I think that if you don't use what you have, you'll never have enough room to receive anything else. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I think that we have, we really have to stop being selfish within the realm of entrepreneurship in totality. Like this is not, this is a cert. First of all, you being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you are, you have committed yourself to a service-based industry. Yeah. You were created or you were, you stepped into an, an arena where you actually have to give something out, whether that's a product or a service. And by product or service, I say this all the time. A product could be a hat, a product could be merchandise, a product could be a, a TV screen, like whatever it is mm-hmm. that you created. And your service is something that is, for example, coaching or, or sales strategies, something like that. Service is, is not a physical product that's mm-hmm. tangible in your hand right that was a quick lesson on what a product services for Mm -hmm. those that don't know but if you give more of that you'll be able to receive more of that Mm -hmm. in the long run and it's gonna pay off your world would expand because Mm -hmm. of your generosity you know general i believe that generosity is opening the door for people bigger than ever before and Mm -hmm. they are limited in their understanding if they don't do that Mm -hmm. you are literally closed off because you refuse to give yeah i what i love that you said in regards to the whole giving and giving value and making sure we're doing that consistently um a part of my um content creation program that i have right now one thing that i drive home all of the time is that um if you are trying to build a audience if you're trying to build a community of people who you 
believe or is um is a group of people that you've been called to you should be able be able to create content that positions you in a way as the expert but Mm -hmm. also in a way where you're giving free value that also converts for them yes so being able to create something that always converts for the people that you're serving Mm -hmm. um so i know that's one thing that definitely have been driving home in regards to just heavy value and being able to give those free tips Mm -hmm. give something so that they can see that you're worth the investment in them people want to see that you're worth it before you even they even work with you Mm -hmm. they want to search your social media platforms Mm -hmm. they want to look at your linkedin Mm -hmm. they want to see all of the things they want to see everything as proof that what you are saying that you bring to the table is of substance and i think that sometimes that we're not bringing substance Mm -hmm. but we're just sitting here dropping little crumbs that then disintegrate or decompose yeah, my my um my encu- not an encouragement, but my tip to like fellow entrepreneurs out there is to not to oversell, but to yes. always over deliver. Yes. Don't oversell yourself and not over deliver. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't come up here in front like mm-hmm. you you got it all going on and then when mm-hmm. I actually like connect with you, it's it's the value is, is has diminished. Like mm-hmm. I feel like one of the the principles that we need to do in order not even to keep people coming back, but just so people can actually like you mm-hmm. and people can believe in you. Like just continue to give them what they need and more like mm-hmm. don't limit what it is that you can actually um give them because you never know like them leveling up could be your level up you don't mm-hmm. know who they know you don't know who they're going to get connected to because they connected to you and because you were nice enough to give them something else that they needed um of course not to sell don't sell yourself short but i feel like over delivery can take you places that um overselling cannot Yes, um, I was looking at something, and you're probably going to laugh because it's a quote that I wrote. <laughs> you better write quotes. Quote um, always deliver more than expected. Mm-hmm. It's not like you say at the beginning that I'm going to give you all of the things. Right, 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 right. But being able to position yourself to say, this is what I'm going to offer you, mm-hmm. but also um, begin, begin to provide more afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's like a gift that you give a child. You're like, they're like, oh, Christmas time. I want this, 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 this. Right. And then you go and buy this, but then there's some other gifts that you put under the tree that they were not expecting mm-hmm. so we should be those people those parents when we buy our children give our ch- children gifts that they said that they wanted but also there's some other things that they didn't expect to be packaged under that christmas tree yeah. with them on with it mm-hmm. so i think that's super key yeah for sure it's definitely going to keep the people coming back mm-hmm. and i know you guys are probably not looking for tips on how to i guess grow your audience or them or to sustain them but i really believe that we need to always be giving more than what's expected. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, it can it can do it can work wonders. Wonders. I'm on you. And so that was a really churchy. Hmm? That was a really churchy term. It can work wonders. I'm on you. I didn't even see, I missed it. <laughs> that was mad churchy. Um but yeah, over deliver. Um I'm thinking I'm literally sitting here thinking about my clients right now and it's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell them this the next time. Yeah. Just to make sure y'all know what what's going on. What's like, going on. It's it's really important. And even for those who are listening who are entrepreneurs already, it's okay to go back to the drawing board and see what some some things that you may have left out mm-hmm. and revamp what you're currently offering, whether you're a bit a, a product or a service based mm-hmm. company. Go back and see what you haven't offered or what you have you maybe you didn't give your all. Maybe yeah. you didn't give your best. And that's okay. Go back to the drawing board and even revisit those people Mm -hmm. um so that you're one able to keep them in your pipeline of customers but also recognize that they're probably talking to someone else that needs what you have to offer Mm -hmm. so it's good to even go back to the drawing board to see what you can add yeah and don't be afraid don't be afraid afraid because 
I know we said a lot in this episode, mm-hmm. but the people will come. If they want you, they'll come. If they value you, they'll come. Um, and don't be afraid yeah. to put yourself out there. Of course. I'm about to, you already know, 2022. 2022, like, don't you be afraid. Know. Like, go out. Go out and let them see you. Um, yeah. They won't come unless you put yourself in the spotlight. Yep. Unless you have enough courage to actually say, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Fill out so that they know that what I have to offer is here for them. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. It was great talking to you guys. <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price. It's not. I feel like I'm about to get a whole bunch of emails talking about how people are raising their prices. Raise them. Please, don't hate me. But this mm-hmm. is just the reality of, of what it is. It's the reality. It's the reality of what it is. And we got something for everybody. Like just, Netflix. Do you remember on. Um, Hulu? In the beginning when Hulu first came I out? I never paid for these things, but continue. Oh my gosh. In the <laughs> beginning, Hulu was like three ninety nine. Wow. And how much is it They're now? They're like $15 now. Wow. This is when I was in college four years ago. Yeah, that's a long time. I think, long was, time. I think it was more than Oh, what? Well, y'all, like, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, don't judge me. Don't judge me. I was actually in college with like... Oh my gosh, 11 years ago. Yeah. Oh my lord. It's 11 years ago and I said four. That's okay. You thought I don't know. Anyways. But yes, even like, even they did this. So even realizing this is a principle for businesses across the globe. Mm -hmm. Do the things. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.